0: here we go we're recording this is the recording this is the recording this is the penultimate recording before you get the best audio oh. of your life Next week we're getting a, a quarter jack adapter. It, it, we're going to listen to
1: it while we're doing it. Y'all enjoy enjoy this right now because this you are you are going to miss our beginnings cuz next week the sound I know we say this every week <laughs> every week.
0: And I know it's like is this a joke or is it not a joke? We're dead serious each week. We strive to be the best for again podcast hopes we can be. Look at us.
1: We're both wearing our hoods right now. Our heads. I uh, yeah, the the sound's going to get better every fucking week. We just had uh we just had a very real professional sound guy come and help us. Shout out Ravi. Ravi, freak of the pod. Freak of the pod. Number 1 freak of the week this week. Number 1 major number 1 freak of
0: the week. And yes, and we learned that soon we'll also have videos for you that will have the good audio and a lovely video quality once we can we need hdmi cable
1: unfortunately he did give us a lot of good advice that we could not instill for this recording but next week oh guns a blazing yeah i know we we teased this
0: week we'd have it be perfect but this is like the most tantric podcast audio journey one person can go on and you're going on it with your two best gal pals. It's your two best friends.
1: <laughs> Guys, it's your two best. Come on. Guys, it's your two best friends we're talking don't about. Don't you
0: have a parasocial relationship with us yet?
1: Please. I have a parasocial relationship with a toddler on TikTok. I, I have a,
0: I don't, I don't have one. I have a real social relationship with a toddler. I'm so real social. We're going, we're going to the debutante balls. Uh, it's, it's so great. I love him so much. He's just so nice. Have you taken him to the zoo? I've taken him nowhere but home. <laughs> I'm hor- I'm like, how could people with... All right, that- so I'm getting excited, and I'm looking at the... Uh, just sneak peek, BTS. I'm getting excited. The volume's getting too loud. I'm holding the mic further <laughs> away from my mouth. Guys, we care about you and about the sound. But when I talk about my baby, the baby that I did not birth, and... That we all love so well, um, but no, he's great, and you
1: know, you'd have not taken him to the zoo. I, no,
0: I literally pick him up and I take him home, and we watch um, Sesame Street. And sometimes they go to the zoo. Sesame Street fucks. Sesame Street does fucks. It's a good show.
1: <laughs> it's a good fucking show.
0: Well, I never knew how many um uh, tangential branch off. What's it called? Like spin Spin offs. Yeah, like they've got like Mech Builder. Cookie Monster and Elmo, like, they're, like, Gundam Wing style.
1: You know what I just, a real, th- I might be, I think I'm fucking stupid. Because when you said that Cookie Monster and Elmo had a spinoff, my first thought was, like, man, they must be old now. But they're, <laughs> they're, like, actually not real. Like, they're puppets. <laughs> Those puppets are old AF. I'm like, wow, they're still doing it. What a career on that one.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, they keep changing them also, like they keep changing like the the canon of elmo i feel like like they gave him a dad he didn't always have a dad and then i watched one recently it was had his grandparents
1: oh i hope they give him a septum piercing next <laughs> yeah i think
0: yeah he's, he's gonna be he's gonna dye his hair green and he's gonna get a septum piercing is it
1: just crazier? does like elmo with the septum piercing and like dyed green hair like kind of sound hot though like would you I, I think i would be attracted to that I mean,
0: maybe physically, sure. <laughs> but Elmo's got this personality, man. It's like, I can't take care of you. Dude, well, You're going to have to grow up and take care of yourself. I
1: can't teach you, Elmo. And, like, you're constantly asking me to tell things.
0: He's supposed to be here to teach me, and yet I have to teach him, like, <laughs> i was gonna say what hole it goes in
1: (laughs) (laughs) i shouldn't say that about elmo he's an adult he's a 30 year old baby (laughs) he's a kid he's not a kid right almost like an adult monster no elmo's a child monster Wait, are you sure (laughs) yeah that's why
0: he can't do anything
1: wait how old is i thought elmo was at least like 18 elmo is the age of the children watching him no. hundred percent. Well, I take back what I said about him being hot with a couple things. Well,
0: I was just riffing because you were doing it, but I knew how old Elmo He's was.
1: three. <laughs> <laughs> I just Googled it. Elmo is three years old. Oh yeah, he is young. He refers to himself in the third. I thought he was he refers to himself in the third person. No! <laughs> I thought it was just because he's like now that I'm looking at these pictures of him on Google, of course he's three. Look how bright. There's no way. Okay, here he is with the... Oh,
0: no. Dude, I'm dying. That's. I think that's the guy that made up Elmo, and then he got Me Too'd before it was called Me Too.
1: No! But it also might be worse than Me Too, so I
0: don't know. The creator He of- might have done something with El- Elmo. And, El- and Elmo. Not the Elmo, but... Wait, the creator of Elmo? I didn't know he got Me Too'd. Yeah, he's not... Because the original voice of Elmo is not the voice of Elmo now
1: i can't believe we said all
0: those things about elmo
1: yeah that's god i take it all back i I didn't know elmo wasn't of age
0: you know who i think is the cutest one and just in a purely cute sense the girl uh baby bear (laughs)
1: Which one's baby bear?
0: Like the Goldilocks.
1: Oh, yeah. There's a
0: baby bear Muppet, and he's so fucking
1: cute. The Muppets are cute.
0: He's so cute, and he can't say his R's because it's just so cute.
1: Aw. And how old is he? 18? (laughs) No. All right. I'm just trying to figure out who's of age out of the
0: characters. I think the humans may be the only people above age. Or above. I would say Oscar is a 100% legal if you want to get down with Oscar.
1: He's. I don't, Oscar's like probably 80.
0: Yeah, he's, yeah, Oscar's been old because he's like grumpy. He's always been grumpy. It's the
1: Grouch. It's in his name.
0: It's in his name. One time, Elmo went to Grouchland (laughs) and I think he needed to because he was being like really selfish.
1: Elmo was? Yeah,
0: yeah. And it was like this whole thing with his blanket and Zoe.
1: Oh man, he is three, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe I can check out the dad.
0: You know what? Well, I mean, none of these ages line up. Like, the dad's, like, 60. I don't know. It's not a good, it's not a good scenario. I would say Big Bird, I think, is four. No, Big Bird's an adult. I feel like we're going to learn that most of these Muppets are, in fact, children. I feel like. We'll look it up. Okay, here's my guess. Snuffleupagus is going to have, like, the infinity, like, sideways eight sign.
1: <laughs> He's going to, his age is every 22-year-old girl's wrist tattoo. Yes. Old Big Bird. It's going to be like, Big Bird's been around. He must be of age. Oh, man. He's six. Big Bird's six? Fuck, dude. He's a completely... They're all kids. That's funny. He's six. He's so big. He's so big. Well,
0: I heard that he's in the 99th percentile, like your friend. <laughs> like Luca. <laughs> like Luca. Uh... So here's my here's my fear. And it's just because I'm looking at this. Uh, and I know all my colors now from watching Sesame Street. The greens, the yellows, the reds. Right. So, sometimes when you're talking, and, okay, so yours is doing good, right? Because my sound's not going through. Now, you talk and see if I... Hello? Hello?
1: See how... Okay, I don't know. Maybe I was being paranoid. I think it's fine. He said not to worry too much about it. It looks like we're staying in the 20. Okay. We're going to have to cuddle all of this out. this is all gonna be cut out. well yeah we said we're gonna molest elmo we have to cut
0: <laughs> a lot what if we just beeped elmo's the name second- and so it wasn't like sesame street related people are like what? This- what
1: yeah we thought it'd be better but actually it's I way did, worse like, I like, to be fair the second i found out elmo's age i was hands off
0: as soon as i found out i dried right
1: up i was so dry I was so dry so dry, but now I feel dumb thinking about. I mean, we're gonna. I need to move on from this. But now that I think, I'm like, of course he's a kid. But I forgot that he <laughs> had like a blank. I forgot all the details. Him. Well,
0: that's what I'm here for. I I'm... forgot
1: that he was like, oh, oh guys, like over the fucking. Elmo's called. Elmo's scared. Elmo's <laughs> Elmo doesn't. Oh, I want to eat vegetables.
0: It's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, he's a baby. I feel like my Elmo voice is getting really good. Elmo's or good. thank you. Or the baby's just giving me too much confidence.
1: <laughs> the baby thinks. Oh, do you do Elmo voice for the baby?
0: Oh yeah, I'm doing all the voices for this baby. Mostly Elmo. Elmo's, I think, the easiest one, which is why it's
1: hard to feel bad for the guy losing it because it's like, well,
0: you just came up with this. It's high. It's high on yeah. your
1: voice. Uh, uh, you should have just come up with the voice and not, like, raped anyone, probably. I'm, I mean, ideally. 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 But things get busy. You should You should get in there.
0: That's not Elmo. That wasn't a good Elmo. Uh, Cookie Monster? I feel like Cookie Mo- Just Cookie! Oh, my God. Cookie! Oh, oh, my God. This is good <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> uh anyway i can't get these songs out of my head and i feel like i'm glad that we talked about it a little bit but i'm gonna go back home and just be like the letter of the day the letter of the day
1: i miss sesame street
0: weren't things easier
1: there's a good good programming you got your education you got enrichment yeah you got a lot going on in that show you know who's on the show
0: alana glazer from broad city
1: everyone's on the show plays a
0: character named miss noodle and she's inept
1: oh she's on it on it
0: yeah it's like a she's like a she's doing mime type clowny stuff and it's like literally her character from broad city like where it's like she can't get any shit together and doesn't know how to do anything
1: that's so funny yeah wait that's amazing
0: yeah i'm always excited when miss noodle shows up in elmo's world uh anyway i'm a grown woman (laughs) And I'm
1: a Disney adult. Uh,
0: <laughs> oh my no, I'm God. just kidding. I am so kidding. In another
1: life, you are a Disney
0: adult, though. I would say I'm a Muppet adult. I get excited to see the Muppets. The Muppets are cool. And the Muppets technically are, I suppose, Disney, right? Or are they not?
1: Oh, Disney got the Muppets. Did they get the Disney Muppets? Disney got the Muppets.
0: Disney got the Muppets. And the Great Muppet Caper, too. Uh, <laughs> I really think
1: in another life, like, you are a Disney adult, maybe.
0: Okay, so I think that from
1: uh, just a genealogical standpoint. <laughs> I don't mean to be like so rude. After I said that, I was like, that was so mean. No, no, I
0: get it. Because I feel like I have obsessions. I would say my obsession is comedy. Uh-huh. And if I didn't have that, certainly I could dive right into the world of Goofy, Minnie, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to name a few. <laughs> to name a few of our good friends. Um but my aunt, my dad's sister, uh, was a Disney adult and also a hoarder. And I feel like those Sorry. two things are in such stark contrast that when you see them put together, it really steals a lot of magic from the kingdom.
1: You said was. Is. Oh, okay. I thought she had died.
0: She could have. Something could have fallen over. <laughs>
1: all, those, all those Mickey Mouse hats could have fallen over. Yeah.
0: So, like, she would. Yeah. They, they're big Disney adults. They lived in, like, Fort Pierce, Florida, so I think they weren't too far from it. Just a quick... Hop, skip, and a jump into the life of your dreams, but they also lived on this like really shitty little farm with like sick goats and stuff. Like I've talked about it on stage, and usually people are so reviled. <laughs> it doesn't work. Those were some of my. Those were some of my earliest jokes was about that ho- the hoarding situation. Oh yeah, do you remember any? Um,
1: have, did you ever go to her house? Not since I've been an adult. But when you were, you saw it when you were. a kid? Yeah, I must have been kind of fucked up as a kid to see
0: yeah like i remember making one of my very first like good adult like i got my mom to laugh and i was like a tween or something she had all these stacks of newspaper and then i just like pulled one out and i went oh eisenhower won a little prop comedy a little historical uh nuance but um yeah just like real bad stuff happening there but i would say like she was a a hoarder and she had like a what was it she had like oh she has three trailers this is true and like one of them was like the original trailer got too full they had to close it off was she started next one like and it's just packed to the rafters if trailers had rafters and <laughs> you know uh she oh the joke was it was this is why i stopped telling it is because it was about mtv cribs uh-huh so she was a hoarder but she treated it like mtv cribs like come on y'all show y'all my oh, little my slice cri- of heaven yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like what's in this refrigerator i'll show y'all it's another refrigerator <laughs> it's
1: shit like that Maybe I'll bring it back. That's fun. It
0: is fun. Is there, a, is there an equivalent of Cribs currently?
1: No, but I think I, people that don't know what Cribs is, they get it when you start going like, hey MTV, welcome to, because then I remembered what it was.
0: Maybe it could be like a property show. Like maybe she wants to be like a property brother.
1: Or yeah, one of the real estate selling sunset shows. Selling, selling shit show (laughs) (laughs) that sounds like a real show on the history channel my dad would frequently watch
0: (laughs) oh I took some pictures of a spider for your dad i don't know if i deleted (laughs) them because my phone but i was gonna send them to you because it's a big it's a it's a big spider you put a
1: a dollar bill next to it for
0: christ no okay
1: my family when my family was in town we went on a hike and we kept seeing These huge spiders. Joro spiders. Yes. Yes. They were those. Zoro, Joro, whatever they were called. From Japan. Which is insane. They're fucking huge. And anytime we saw one, my dad made me um, take a photo of him of, of a dollar bill next to it for scale. And it, we just looked so funny. Like we looked so every. T- we would walk like forty feet and then stop, and he'd have to take out a dollar bill to hang it up next to a spider. If I was a hiker coming the other way down the trail, I'd be
0: like, "Is that man trying to like pay off that spider? What did the What did spider see? <laughs> For your troubles, sir. For your Put troubles. Put in your
1: pot. Come on, take it. Take the take the dollar. So
0: I feel. I Did you see these spiders before this most recent time? No, I don't think so. So we only started seeing them last year, and they were on the news. And that's how I like learned like they had a name, but like there's st- if you haven't seen them, they're striped like a like a honeybee or a bumblebee. Yeah. They're huge, and they have this like three web setup that's very very smart. It's like they have their house web in the middle of two like catching webs. Yeah, and I feel like it's it's th- they're the most resilient. the The web is thicker than other web. Yeah, and they're huge. They're
1: taking over. They're insane.
0: Yeah, I do prefer them to the other spiders I see. Why? Because they don't ever come inside.
1: That's good.
0: Yeah. They just have these huge, like, tarp size setups outside. But yeah, there's a ton of them by my I, house.
1: I really don't like spiders at all. Like, I'm really not a big fan of bugs. Um,
0: well, this is the wrong part of the world to live in.
1: One time, I was in my house downstairs here. I was, like, 2 a.m. I was on the toilet. The door was open. <laughs> oh, 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 sue me. I had to Luxury. take a at 2 a.m. <laughs> door was completely open. I was kind of zoning out and then I I swear to God, like the side like a tarantula. Like it was a baby tarantula. Like I have a video of it on my phone. <laughs> it was on the ground crawling. And I went, <gasps> I gasped, and I swear to God, Katie, it turned its neck to look at me. <laughs> like it was the biggest spider i have <sighs> ever seen inside a house. I had a book next to my toilet and I dropped it on the spider. It took everything in me and I heard bones break. Oh. Like it was so fucking big. And then I just left that book there for days.
0: Yeah, that book's going in a little free library somewhere. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a book about spotting bird species, but there's a little something extra in there for the explorers. A little
1: hidden Easter egg, if for you will. For the junior explorers.
0: <laughs> uh, I think Chris is terrified of spiders, and I hate cockroaches more than anything I in hate the whole world. Too. And the ones at our house are like. Bigger than the Joro spiders, and so he'll get the he'll get those, and I'll kill the spiders if they come inside. because
1: I'm less scared of spiders. They don't move as quick. Spiders are slow. Cockroaches are fast.
0: Fast, and they can fly.
1: I don't. Yeah, they've they've been flying around here recently. Yeah,
0: those are like the Florida style palmetto bugs. Uh, I went I I went and say that I saw one on the dishes, and I just put all the dishes back in the sink and rewash them because I was like. <laughs> It felt like I was losing my mind. I'm like, I, if I, I can't eat off of these, and I'm going to have to just do them all because I don't know what he touched. Uh, and then last night I came out to get my, uh, you know, traditional midnight bagel. and <laughs>
1: Traditional midnight bagel.
0: Yeah, my traditional. And if, you're, if you're like me, you hate using a plate. Of course. Because you have to wash it. And that's why you get so many
1: cockroaches. It's because you're just eating bagels over the floor. <laughs> oh my god it's all
0: adding up well i like to use a a paper towel oh yes of course just fuck the trees
1: uh but literally the fact that you're bragging that like you have i like haven't had paper towels in four years so that's super cool of you the the, just the cockroach was just like on the on the brand new roll
0: and i just turned around and i turned the light off and i went (laughs) you can have them and then i don't i woke up this morning i took like a bunch of them off i threw i was like i can't
1: I don't know if they're dirty, but they feel dirty. You just went back to bed. Well, cockroaches are gross. My well, what were they going to get?
0: I didn't invite them back to my bed, but what was I going to do?
1: <laughs> you said, hey, we fought for long enough. You should have, you know, you see those viral stories. I go, stories. come back to bed, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you see those viral stories of, like, a man gets mugged uh-huh. and, like, the guy, the guy, like, He's like, yeah, I gave him my wallet and then I gave him something else. And the mugger, like, breaks down crying and, like, they develop a friendship or something because uh-huh. he just needed to be shown kindness. Like, I think next time you see a cockroach, you should be like, hey, how about instead of killing you, you crawl up my little arm and sit on my shoulder like a parrot? Uh-huh. A little rat. Oh my God. What if it was like a ratatouille situation, except the cockroaches was just feeding you jokes in your ear while you were on stage?
0: That is such. Oh, Sophie's choice, whatever they call it, Catch Twenty Two. <laughs> Sophie, I don't even know the words anymore. But uh, it's a dilemma because I yeah. do, I do want a new joke. Yeah, but
1: I hate cockroaches, so I don't think I could have one that close. Well, though- I'd have to put it in my hat. Well, then what if all the jokes were like all from the POV of being a cockroach? So the cockroach is just like, you know, when you're, you mean to the POV of a male comedian? Oh, oh uh. up. <laughs> 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 our sound guy is hearing this and killing himself he's like i told you not to scream into the mic <laughs> <laughs>
0: All i could think is just using that as our intro outro and anytime we need to cut <laughs> but the whole thing <laughs> Uh, we're not cutting a second of this. No.
1: <laughs> uh, oh my god. Sorry, male comedians. Hope you could, <laughs> hope you hope you didn't just. Uh, if I know a male comic, I bet they just turned off the podcast after a little criticism and threw away the phone. <laughs> <laughs> they threw away the phone. That's where their jokes are. Sorry, Chris D'elia. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I am sorry, Crystalia.
1: Someone the other day told me that Crystalia was their favorite comic, but the way she said it was like she didn't, I really believe a thousand percent. She doesn't know what happened because she was like, Yeah, I just, and I didn't have the heart to break it to her. How can somebody be your favorite anything and you don't know? I just really felt like she didn't know because I don't, she was like, Oh, I don't like watch a lot of comedy, but I love Crystalia. Like I love, and the way she was saying, I was like, I'm not going to tell her. Next time
0: somebody asks me, I'm going to go, I love Robin Williams. I'm just like, why hasn't he put out anything lately?
1: <laughs> Speaking of those things, actually, we have, um, because someone, we have questions. questions, Guys, freaks of the pod. Thank you for tuning in,
0: submitting your questions.
1: You guys really stepped it up from last week. Oh, um, thank God. We still did get the question. Did discussion. we get that same question? We did get the exact same question. Do you like the taste of cum, but only if it's fruity? That's slightly different and i
0: feel like whoever wrote it they could live in this house (laughs) whoever it was right could have been
1: anyone in this house
0: could have been anyone i think they keep tweaking the copy hoping that we'll have a real answer yeah and i did add call me by your name to my watch list Ooh. So
1: even though you already know the ending. Even
0: though I know the ending. Uh so I added that after our other our other programs we'll talk about. Let but, me know when you watch it. Yes. Tell me these uh questions. Okay,
1: we actually have some great questions. Okay. okay. Um This is a good one. All right. How do you manage your jealousy of other comics, especially if especially other women when it feels like there are fewer opportunities for us and we're constantly pitted against each other?
0: Why did we we write that into the podcast ourselves? <laughs> That's why I wake up and I go, how do I balance my jealousy? (laughs) Uh, I mean, I think if you're busy, it's hard to be jealous. Mm, That's good. If you're blessed and booked. Uh, If you're blessed and booked. It's very hard to be jealous. But I think, I mean, and this is just me personally. If somebody else gets something that I don't want that's a big deal, can be very happy for them immediately. Yeah. But other than that, like, you know, if it's something that you wanted and there are a few spots and I don't think it's just for female comedians, like if it's like you and a guy and they get it, you'll be jealous because you wanted that thing. And that is I think it's it's yeah, the, the spots feel finite, but no, nothing will make make or break like you'll just keep doing comedy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I feel like also it's fine to feel jealous. It's fine. Just don't be a cunt, I guess. It's fine to be jealous, but don't be a cunt. Trying to be jealous, but don't be a cunt. Um, but yeah, just don't be bitter about like you know what I mean. Like you could be angry, but it doesn't serve you honestly unless mm. it causes you to write a joke.
1: Hmm. Mm. Great. Yeah. How about you? What do you and, think? and what about the taste of fruity come? I just think it
0: loses its flavor too fast, is my problem. It's like I'm chewing on it, and it's like 15 seconds later, it tastes like nothing. I got to put more fruity gum in my mouth. Yeah,
1: it's like extra gum. It's like they promise long-lasting flavor, but yeah. 20 seconds is not long-lasting.
0: Yeah, that stupid little tattooed zebra is a goddamn liar. <laughs>
1: um, I would say, I, I agree with what you said. It's hard to be jealous if you stay busy. I would say, I, I think from uh, going to... This is... Okay, so I've been in, like, theater school since I was, like, 11 years old. So, Mm -hmm. like, I think uh, I've had to, like deal with jealousy from like or like deal like how to squash and deal with jealousy from mm. from a very young age because it will just kill you yeah to constantly be around like your friends who are all going after the same things you are like because they do become your friends
0: is like yeah. the hard thing in acting you think like oh, all these actors are separate but you're sitting in the room with the same yep
1: the people same... who probably
0: all look like you too yep, who all <laughs> look like you
1: so at least with comedy you don't all look like each other you know that's nice yeah um there are like similar types but it's not like literally your exact carbon copy uh, I would say I really am of the belief that like one of uh, like one of your friends succeeding like is good for you too. Like mm-hmm. one person eats, we all eat. I don't think we run out of places at the table. Like a good reminder if someone uh like just because someone else has an opportunity doesn't mean that you just lost an opportunity. Right.
0: right. It wasn't like it wasn't yours. It wasn't yeah. anyone's until it was theirs. And that's kind of yeah, that's kind of the thing. It's like I think one good way to not feel jealousy is to kind of like give up the feeling of control. Mm, damn, which I know is like like a lot harder to say than do. But like, if you do if you do comedy for a long time, you have to like do some soul searching, or you will be a dick mm. who's been doing comedy a long time. So I feel like yeah, like just being like, oh, I'm not mad at. You know, myself are not getting it or i'm not like jealous like i'm you you can be jealous of your friend getting something i think but the person like be mad at is always the people in power yeah like um as an example there is like somebody who like didn't get the jfl audition right i feel like we all thought they should have they were they felt salty towards the people on the thing yeah but like you gotta go no no these are your friends these are like we're all so disposable to the people who we want to impress Mm -hmm. like those are the people that you should be mad at yeah and like nobody here doesn't think you should be on it it's somebody who's never met you and doesn't know how great you are yeah so it's like you know and i also think it's hard to not stay mad at those people and like i mean you can either let yourself be hurt again be like yeah sure i'll audition for the same fucking thing a million (laughs) times why not but like Going, okay, I I, under, I have a reasonable expectation of the industry, and I also know that the industry owes me fucking nothing, mm-hmm. no matter how hard I work. They're, they want a big bag of money, and I want a big bag of money. And if those two things don't coincide, then it just won't.
1: Yeah. I also think, like, reminding yourself, like, that everyone's journey is extremely different mm-hmm. and that, like, not to compare yours to someone else's because, like, it's just so... It's just so different. Like, I don't know. Half of the, I mean, this is such a, I always think about this though, but like half, both. Okay. You know, do you ever watch the TV show Shits Creek? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So like two of the actors on that show, uh, they had quit acting. Like the main one, the sister, she literally had quit acting. She, Annie Murphy. Yes. Annie Murphy quit. She was like, I'm done. She told her agents, no more. I'm done. I want to do something else. And they said, we have this for sure. Will you do this last audition? Yeah. Will you do this last one? And it was that. <laughs> so it's that's just so like, cool. The journeys are just like you just never fucking know. Yeah. What What's gonna happen? When's gonna happen? It's so personal. Um, do you think that women are pitted against each other in comedy? I mean, I
0: don't. I I I feel like that's more internalized than anything. Yeah. Because like, yeah, there may only be, you know one woman for every three male headliners at a club. But, like, if you're the funniest comedian, then you will get booked. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's not the exact place you want or in the timeline you want, but, like, I don't think anyone's pitting each ourselves against each other except ourselves. Yeah. Because it is totally up to you.
1: I think that's a great, great words for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. You could email all day long and they just, you know, they'll answer yours and not somebody else or vice versa. Or you were there when the right person walked in the room. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's so much that's like, you can't, it's up to chance. So it's like to say that's like pitting us. It's like the luck of the universe is pitting us against each other. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, yeah, yeah.
1: I would say, I would say the, yeah, internalize Cause I don't feel pitted against, knock on wood. I don't feel pitted against other women doing comedy.
0: No. I,
1: I could see where that idea comes from of like, we only have, you know, if there's eight we, we only have this many spots for women, but i don't know i just don't i've never felt
0: i always feel like that's like an unspoken rule that there's x number of spots for women but also just the ratio of men to women i would say in most scenes not the atlanta comedy scene has more women more good women than i think most scenes do We
1: have great women um
0: yeah and just like a plethora of them so i feel like sometimes it will be evenly matched on the skull there's eight people half will be guys half will be girls you know whatever um So I would say like the only way to be pitted against somebody, I feel like it's going back to the other part is like if you feel jealousy and you feel bitter, because I feel like the only time I've ever like just like thinking about that, I wrote a really dumb joke, like a super easy joke when I was like in Florida, like one year into comedy. Uh I sent it on a tape. It was my only tape. I sent it away. And the booker of the shittiest club in shit beach, Florida (laughs) told some other uh, like an old lady, not an old lady, but like middle aged headliner had been some old hag, some old hag. (laughs) Who's the same age as I am now. Uh, <laughs> no, like, like, just that, uh, oh, she stole your joke. And so she calls me. I'm like, I've never even, like, I've seen you, like, I've hosted for you one time. Like, it's just not a big scene in Florida at the time. So, like, that person was deliberately doing it when especially it was just, like, the hackiest joke.
1: That's so lame. Yeah. Were you freaked out? Or even then, were you like, oh, my God, chill?
0: No, anytime somebody's ever said that, I go, oh, well, if we both thought of it, I don't want it.
1: Hmm that's yeah.
0: never been like yeah anything that's good is like totally something that you can't copy from me
1: dude great point god yeah katie's fucking wise can can we believe that we were just asking katie about if she liked the taste of fruit <laughs> when all of this was in her <laughs> can you believe we started talking about elmo instead of doing this at the beginning
0: because if you if you j- jump in to listen for five minutes that's what you're gonna get but you gotta really stay around till about minute 30. 30 now we really strike some gold. Okay, yeah. this
1: one's good. This one will be good. Okay. Um, hi, Tamar and Katie. First time, long time. <laughs> <laughs> first
0: time, two months.
1: <laughs> uh, that was so funny. When did you start doing stand up comedy and what made you want to start doing it?
0: I'll
1: let you go first. Oh, fuck. I want you to go okay, first. Okay, I'll go first.
0: Uh, I, st- I mean, I started when I was these are 15 years ago trying to do the math but I also quit for a year and a half about a year and a half in and then I quit for about two years about a couple years after that and then when I moved here I didn't do it for like almost a year like I would say out of the 15 years I've claimed to do comedy I would say 10 minus 2 for quarantine (laughs) 8
1: do you remember every moment you quit Was it like, "Uh, I'm quitting, or was it just like, oh, I haven't done comedy in a while? One of them was, I'm quitting. Can I please, (laughs) please share that story? Yes.
0: Um, And also, this is just a bad day for comedy. This is free advice. Don't do a show on Easter Sunday.
1: Oh, that's great advice. If
0: somebody goes, hey, you. (laughs) <laughs> hey you little thing
1: hey, you cute little you've been bunch. killing
0: it over the scene and i got 20 big smackaroos for you to perform <laughs> at a coffee shop or a club or a college heck even the grocery store creeps are everywhere uh sorry quoting myself um <laughs> don't do
1: it people are not in the mood they're not in the mood on easter sunday <laughs> for any jokes i'll be honest katie if someone came to me right now and tried to book me for something on easter sunday, six I, months I, out <laughs> i'd probably still
0: say yeah <laughs> Well, I mean, it's important to try, live and learn for yourself. (laughs) That was one thing my mom always tried to instill. She'd go, why can't you listen and learn? And I feel like maybe it's, you know, ADHD, maybe it's like bad reading comprehension. I have to do it to learn that it is bad. And I've done it multiple times and it's
1: bad every time. But that is a method of like uh, learning though yeah and learning it once for yourself is different than doing it like <laughs> 17 times i mean like hey maybe i should quit this yeah
0: uh so the time i really thought i was gonna quit it was easter sunday oh
1: my god i'm on the edge of <laughs> right now this is amazing it's
0: orlando florida have me i'm living with my ex-boyfriend jeff
1: i'm obsessed my mom also wait no my aunt had an ex-husband jeff
0: jeff's are the best to break up with it's gonna be dramatic (laughs) you're gonna love it it's gonna take up all of your energy um so we're living in like the most expensive apartment i've ever lived in at the time it's very nice two stories 450 a month each so 900 total what it was gorgeous right and so like i skateboarded all the time i skateboarded work this and that and the other but, like, for this particular one, I think I, like, borrowed his car and I drove. Because I'm like, I'm going to open mic. I'm going to go. I'm going to ride in style. I'm not taking the bus. Uh, so I go. It's Easter Sunday. It is packed. An open mic. An open mic. Okay. This is the best open mic. Maybe short of Star Bar ever. Wow. I know. That's a big that's a big claim for how many mics I have gone to and hosted. But it's wow. called Austin's Coffee. It's in uh, Winter Park, Florida. It's, like, right by Rollins College. And it was hosted by the worst human on the planet, not the worst human, bad per uh, not a good person. I didn't want to be friends with him, but the worst comedian (laughs) for as long as this man, his name was Craig. I won't say his last name. Nobody would know it. But for as long as he'd been doing it, he never got better. So he was like the exception to that 10,000 hours rule. It was like, (laughs) oh, it can be Malcolm Gladwell. Hey, guess what, buddy? I got to show you Craig um and it was always hot and it was like getting on star bar where it was like you had to either know craig be cool with craig you had to be doing good and i wasn't like doing i was new but i was like oh i got up
1: oh fuck
0: i got up and i didn't have to go up too late and all the you know all the, my friends were like i had like two little friends who were there i like know where this is going and i feel a pit in my stomach i bombed so hard and it was only three minutes but it felt like
1: just three minutes that's it it was like
0: three maybe five minutes maybe i got up early but i probably was doing my full time at the time <laughs> So three to five minutes, just torturous. They hated it. It like just felt bad. And the only joke I remember telling, I don't remember any of the other jokes, I just remember saying something like a zombie Jesus. It was like hacky little throwaway line. Yeah. Easter. Bad. So then I just went home and I was so mad and I just, this is so, this is like the the lamest part of the whole story. (laughs) I just skateboarded around my apartment (laughs) complex. I just, over and over and I was so mad. I was like, fuck, quit comedy. Fucking quit. And I like, I lit. that was it. And then, like, uh, it took me a long time to, like, get back into it.
1: Whoa. So how long? So you quit then for, like, over a year?
0: Probably, uh, uh yeah, probably, like, that whole time I lived at that place, I didn't do comedy. So and probably how, at least a year.
1: How long had you been doing it at that point?
0: Like, maybe the same amount of time as I was about to quit, like, a year and a half.
1: Wow. Yeah. Dude, so do you think it was this, that bomb? Or you'd been, wow, that's crazy. No, I...
0: I I think it was that bomb and then, like, just, like, what am I doing this for? Like, I hadn't been making any traction. You know what I mean? And I wasn't good at comedy. Like, I thought I was funny. I am funny now on stage. But I've always been funny in conversation. I just could not harness it. And it was just, like, that last, like, if I can't do good on this mic where everybody else does good, which is something to consider. Hey, if you can't do good on a mic where everybody else is doing good time after time, Uh I don't know
1: do you think maybe you need to go skateboarding (laughs) yeah the image of you skate how old were you at this point the image of you i'm because i'm i know you're i'm picturing you as a 15 skateboarding (laughs) i looked 15 but i was 23 i was just like do you think taking that year and a half like break was good to come back to it fresh or do you wish you would have like i mean i guess you're exactly where you are now but do you think that was good to take that time off
0: um, I think I was in a very different place. Like when I went back to it, I had broken up with my boyfriend and I was living at my uncle's house. And that's not always what-,
1: what brings you back to it. I, that's what it's- always you start. Sta- everyone who start everyone who starts stand always like, yeah, I just got to have a relationship. <laughs> <that feels like."
0: laughs> I mean, it was a very bad relationship. It was like lots of lots of Xanax, lots of drinking, lots of beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, 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 you know, it's uh, so I feel like it was on. Un- it was not conducive to me ever sitting down to be like, let me write some jokes mm-hmm. and like really focus on this so I wasn't going to get good yeah and I also was refusing to talk about my like
1: shitty little life so yeah also I like don't know Katie's uh past that I so Katie's and I's real friendship has just the most (laughs) developed from this podcast I would say like this the most we've started well now we talk but like so even hearing you say drinking in Xanax, I'm like, Katie, my Katie? Here?
0: I was a little, I was a little hellion.
1: My little Katie?
0: Dude. uh, oh, I was, that was the, the worst. I was just a little scumbag running around. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fucking skateboarding.
0: Fucking skateboarding. Doing
1: acid, bucket, uh, in and then at what point, do you remember the moment you were like, I'm going to give it another shot?
0: Um... I don't remember that, actually. I don't remember, like, what got me to go out again. But I think I had, like, friends who were, like – Like, Carmen Morales has been my friend, like, since day one. So I feel like she was probably encouraging me to, like, get out there. And um, I'm easily bullied. So we have a great <laughs> friendship. She's just like, do it. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> um and so i feel like i just started hanging out more with her and my other friend kendra and we would like write together a lot and i was like working at the comedy club office and i feel like when you're working there you can't like they're gonna put you on as the house MC at one like yeah. so like you had like automatic stage time basically um so yeah that was i mean the partying was fun i learned how to play magic the gathering in the interim
1: oh hell yeah That's yeah a hard game to learn dude it's so fun I wish I fun. my I always my ex played it one of my one of my many <laughs> one of my many fucking exes I guess. Taylor Swift over here <laughs> cuz I uh and um I always wanted him to teach me and he would never just start from the beginning like I'd be like tell me what the cards mean and he'd be like you want to put down a 5 or seven? I like you know what fuck it i'll just go on instagram i guess
0: <laughs> i think i was like uh a little indoctrinated in car- tabletop card games because i had like the star wars cards when i was like in middle school
1: so sick dude. so sick
0: so i feel like the the game mechanics is all the same like you can hit people this much and you can get hit this much
1: i know that's right <laughs> <laughs>
0: so it's literally yeah it's literally that but uh we would also play with like uh some friends who like were really competitive yeah and they'd buy the expensive like rare card and they'd spend the whole game being like i tap my rare card and i kill you and i tap it and i kill <laughs> you and fun. I and it's like this is so
1: not fun yeah that's so lame yeah that's the equivalent you're playing pretend when you're a kid and they're like i shot you like no i did everything force field yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah no you actually can't do anything i'm like then no, what are we doing here right I what was are we doing kid, but still what are we doing here <laughs> wow that was a great that was a great answer to that i don't even mine's just mine's nothing i don't even want to answer i want to do okay that was a great damn the <laughs> skateboarding like the skateboarding <laughs> is such a is it that like a moment it's such a visceral moment i can imagine yeah
0: I, I just like that red hot embarrassment and like you know what i mean like everything feels yeah. bad and you're just like oh.
1: yeah it feels so bad yeah i mean such a bad feeling yeah but i feel like it's not the worst thing i've ever felt
0: I mean like if you lose someone that feels pretty <laughs> that
1: feels pretty bad I think I think maybe experiencing tragedy from a young age is actually conducive to comedy because oh. I remember the first time ever really bombing and I remember thinking like in my mind like the words were coming out of my mouth and I it was at some mic I, Lisa Smith was hosting it it was only around like that time I did it, I, it was far, those a are the far best away. mics yeah, like, it, it was not after that it never happened oh you know sure. <laughs> and everyone else had been doing it. i was very new and i remember i remember as i was bombing i remember still talking it was like i was doing salvia like i was talking still but i could just hear chris like very loudly in my brain was like you are bombing this is bombing you're bombing right now and then i remember well, that was thinking, your own body experience right yeah there. yeah really and then i remember thinking this doesn't feel good But it's not as bad as I thought it would be. Really? (laughs) I remember thinking, this doesn't feel good, but I have felt worse than this. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've had... That was
0: that. Maybe that wasn't even my worst bomb ever, because I felt worse than that. What's your worst bomb ever? I'm sorry, I
1: didn't mean to even interrupt. No, but this is so. This is this is good content.
0: I wanna I wanna harness not feeling. Like, I I feel like I, these days I it's very hard for me to care about a single set. Yeah. Even if it's really good, I'm like hell yeah, I got a tape, and I'm like I gotta edit it now. <laughs> like it's just like, it's literally if I have a bad set, that means I don't have to edit that tape. <laughs> so everything's really mellowing out, you know, in my 50s. Um <laughs> 50s. No, Katie's 50, I'm 50 years old. 50. Fifty years old, Sally O'Malley. Um, Worst bomb ever. I was in Michigan doing a funny business. What's that? Um, It's like a I don't want to say fly by night. I don't think that's the right word, but it's like um like bonkers where I would be like in an office and then they would have like oh we're gonna have a show at the Embassy Suites or we're gonna have a show in Daytona at the La Playa Hotel. Like so if you had a hotel and um, enough money to print out a banner, uh huh, you too. Could have a bonkers show in Okay. So, like, funny businesses like that, but the Midwest.
1: Okay, okay. So, they would
0: put on shows in different hotels. Just the worst places.
1: Got
0: it, got it. They had one good club called Goonies in Rochester. Goonies. uh, Goonies. In Rochester, Minnesota. And that place was really... That was, like, like side splitters of the Midwest. Like, it was just, like, rowdy folks, but, like, they were into it. Um, The Mayo Clinic's there. Uh, So, I'm in this... uh, It was, like... um, Have you ever been to one of those uh, water parks where it's, like, inside... No, but i know what you're like great wolf lodge or something you know you hear them on the radio they're like we got 14 lazy rivers all under one stinky sweaty roof Wait,
1: that sounds cool i really hate water barks, but that sounds kind of fun i've had oh the wisconsin dells will change your mind i don't like i don't like um the feeling of being wet <laughs> That's- do it <laughs> and like and, and, and having to walk somewhere yeah and i don't like i don't like <laughs> the sound of wet kids on pavement i don't like the way they look like wet kids kind of creep me out <laughs> like they're like a little dolphin that just emerged from the yeah, sea yeah. yeah they all look slimy they do look how do kids look so slimy they get so slimy and also the feeling of like i think of water parks i think the feeling of going home from a water park which is wet swimsuit underneath like dry jeans oh it's the worst like I'd rather just stay home for the day <laughs> leave me home my pa well I think that that's the
0: idea behind these places is that you're already home <laughs> 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 the lazy river drops you off outside the door of your hotel room so it's that we're in a bar. Okay. I'm featuring and maybe feature hosting because it is the middle of nowhere. Who would they get to host? Maybe the bartender. Okay. Things aren't going great to start God, the show. God. And I'm opening for a man named Chris Barnes, who is an older black gentleman. And I will never, Chris and I still quote his joke because it's so bad. Uh, he goes, <laughs> I was on a plane. And the stewardess <laughs> came up to offer him something and said you got peanuts nuts in your cut <laughs> it's <laughs> it's almost that level waist. it's almost that level they go um and then the lady goes honey nut to him and he goes no cocoa puffs and he grabs his dick and balls and says coke she says honey nut and he says cocoa puff and this is his opener
1: <laughs>
0: which kills therefore the law of inverses katie hughes does the worst oh and i'm up there and it's like a full 30 minute set it's not this bullshit 20 minute you're featuring they're doing now when you, there's only two of you you do your full 30 and so i'm like up there and i'm sweating it out and nothing is landing oh. and it is bad and this is one of the only times i've ever been heckled and i don't even i don't remember the heckles but like people were like saying shit to me like telling you to get off the stage and stuff just like disagreeing not funny maybe that's why i had that reaction at kylie's set where i was just like 10 years ago this happened to me (laughs) you were were literally triggered (laughs) i I was triggered i've never i never even thought i was triggered um but yeah that was like the worst to the point where i just went to my room like i didn't like i just like i had to go to my room and i i like to binge eat not binge not mukbang but like i like to go have the worst thing i can eat so i think i went and just had like mcdonald's like mcrib or some shit like with a milkshake like the worst meal i can have (sighs) after i bomb Cookout's great for
1: that. What were your thoughts? Ha- That—that's a damn. People were yelling at you.
0: Yeah, it was rowdy. It was not good. I remember after I went up, some women said they didn't, they couldn't relate to one of my jokes specifically. They, I guess, they'd taken notes because I said mm-hmm. Cracker Barrel and they'd never been to one, and I found that so hard to believe.
1: Did they know what a Cracker Barrel was? I guess
0: there weren't ones around there, but they were such trash. I'm like, you look like you were born <laughs> playing gi- giant checkers. <laughs>
1: like you're born in a cracker barrel you bitch. look like you
0: are a barrel of crackers you bitch uh, so yeah that was like the worst one and that was that was around the time i started my second quit
1: okay. when i lived in
0: chicago and the second quit i actually did sketch and improv during that so okay. it was just like i'm just done with stand-up these people are nice
1: yeah they are very nice yeah so that was kind of the the vibe i um, i think i just maybe realized a reason why bombing has not been the worst thing i've ever felt and i'm not just gonna say something dark right now (laughs) but yeah it's because i lost mine it's not that in college i just remembered this i was like oh maybe that's why in college we had to do this assignment in theater class called private moment and you basically the idea was this whole first semester was just like breaking you down a little bit or like peeling, like, peeling everything off of you so you could be your most, like, authentic self on stage Uh with, like, absolutely no bullshit. So, basically, the idea of private moment, this was, they don't do this anymore, Katie. They stopped doing this, um, or they have more rules now. This is how they
0: would, like, restrain children with mental disabilities.
1: (laughs) They're like, we can't do it anymore. It was working, we swear. It was working, but we have to stop. (laughs) Because people have just gotten too sensitive. (laughs) Too many people want to be called they, them, so we can't restrain kids anymore. (laughs) But, um, private private moment private moment okay so the idea was you were supposed to come into a class everyone was doing things at the same time so it's not like one person was on front and watching and our professor would walk around and the idea was you were supposed to come in and with an activity that you only do in private and the objective <laughs> the idea was the only rule was you the only rule was um you couldn't come you could masturbate but you could not come because the reason was my professor and I quote too messy wait people are wait
0: it wasn't sorry I think it was an improv world they're not they're they're not pantomiming no no you're planning out things to bring in so like so you could
1: literally take out your dick and jerk it off yeah but not come but not come too messy yeah Yeah. so you would bring in like I brought in like (laughs) I think to make it look like my dorm room like I brought in my mirror and my pillows I didn't masturbate but um But basically, whatever ends up, so you do this for like three hours. So whatever activity you come in doing, whatever that is, if it's singing, if it's yada yada, it comes to a certain point where the teacher's walking around with an iPad that he writes notes on you, and the notes just like, go further. Like, great, what else can you do? So it comes to a point where all there's left to do is get naked. Like, you've already done your activity. Like, all you can do is get naked. So like, we all, basically everyone got, No, naked in front of like our in front of like our fifty-eight-year-old professor, and I think because of that. um, (laughs) No, I think because of that, and we were eight. We were like freshman, first semester, freshman year college, Mm -hmm. and I think hope
0: nobody skipped a grade. Got there a little
1: early. I well, I think there were. No, I think by the, I think by the end everyone was eighteen.
0: You have to sign a permission slip.
1: No, you don't have to sign anything. Oh my god! And there was nothing really checked. But um, I think I look back on that and I'm like, oh, that's why. Maybe that's why Obama is like still bad. Like an awful feeling. But maybe that's why I'm Ooh. like, well, I can, I can deal. I can, I can come back from this. Oh my
0: god! I, uh, I don't think I have the four. I would, I think I would drop that class.
1: No, it was like, I was so into it. Like, I was so into my theater. Like, I was such a theater bitch. Like, (laughs) always on top of everything. Like, I was so into it. But if everybody's getting naked. But you're not supposed to be watching everyone. Like, you're not supposed, like, you're supposed to be focused on your own activity. Like, you could, like, turn your head and look. But you're not supposed to, like, sit and watch other Oh, you're supposed to pretend that they aren't there. You're in your room, literally. You're in, you're in your own little world, yeah. Okay. So the only person for sure you know is seeing you naked is your professor. Well, that's comforting. As I'm saying the words, now I think they have a rule where you can't get naked. Probably because enough people... Well, I think what ended up happening was a lot of people later on would be like, hey, I kind of wish I didn't get naked in front of my professor when I was 18. So they were like, no more getting naked. Oof.
0: That's insane. I'm sorry that happened to you. Or, congratulations, it made you the person you are today.
1: I'm happy it happened, honestly. I feel fine with it. I
0: mean... (sighs) i've been embarrassed so many times that one more embarrassment to get rid of the the fear of bombing sounds worth it
1: whatever you know it's like i've been naked in front of my professor yeah and i didn't even get an a and that didn't even <laughs> and, I, and i still had to earn my a well so that's like, how you know it wasn't
0: sexual yeah. you still
1: had to earn it i
0: still had to earn my a after that Ugh. We had one teacher, and she was only our teacher one day, and this is not, like, acting school. This improv, like, conservatory or whatever. Oh, hell yeah. So we went, like, so you go through, like, the first five levels. It's, like, this: the classes anyone can do. Everybody can pay for A3E. Okay. 70-year-old Steve, <laughs> who was in my class and ruined every scene, he can pay just as well as we could. was. <laughs> But then eventually you like go and you audition for conservatory and you know, you and all your, it's like stand up where it's like, oh, I'm friends with like the funny people. So we're all going to get in. And so you get in with all your friends and you're in your little conservatory like group. And then the first day of the first class, we had a substitute and we had to do that dumb fucking exercise where you talk in numbers. So it's like one. Two. (laughs) I don't know that. (laughs) It's just like an improv thing where it's like you're conveying the emotion without talking. And like the first people that went up, it was my friend Rebecca and somebody else they kissed their ones and twos led them to smooching okay and then it was like the teacher was like encouraged like it was like she wanted everybody else to kiss and I wasn't gonna kiss Ben <laughs> he was cute I just met him yeah so um,
1: fair and it's an
0: improv class not like a Meisner acting class yeah and so our she was like keep going it was like a lot of like and and so I just turned into like a fight or whatever because I could tell what she wanted and I hated that and I, I don't know. I don't think
1: I can be an act. I don't think I can kiss somebody oh. actoring. Katie, this next thing I'm about to tell you, if you were upset by that knowledge, <laughs> thing, <laughs> you are, are going to be- We have eight
0: minutes left and I'm so scared of every story that's coming. You are <laughs> going
1: to be so upset by this. I've stopped talking about this to people because they're, this was so normal for me and their reactions are so- um, <laughs> Their reactions are so beside themselves- that I've actually started and I don't have anything to offer them to make them feel better that I've started like withholding this information.
0: Well, I won't judge you, but okay. I may be shocked. My face may not hide what belies.
1: So I've mentioned this before, but I went to an art high school mm-hmm. and middle school. So one of my acting teachers there, who's really great. He is really great. Very passionate. His like, name's Jimmy Smiths. His name is Jimmy <laughs> Smits. I'll call him Mr. Smits. Okay. Cause I'm not going to use his real name. Um, very passionate, very talented, very great teacher. Huge cock. <laughs> Huge cocoa puffs. And <laughs> he would, kind of, he would do. He would put us in these insane, dramatic improvs. In high school. In high school. Okay. Like freshman year to senior year. Like freshman. I think we mainly had in my freshman sophomore year. So I'm like 15 or 16 he would put us in these crazy improvs there's some of them are so laughable it's like and they some that would would be like okay you just watched your wife like you're he would put someone he would spend like 30 minutes describing the scene for someone and we'd all be watching and he'd be this 15 year old kid with pimples and braces and he's like you've been serving in vietnam (laughs) and you just like watch like a woman get like gang raped by like a like a group of yada yada and then you just watch someone get decapitate like he would set up these insane things Uh but he would always put us in these things where he would just basically the end of it would be like you have to make out with this person so like i was in constant like i was one time in this thing when i was 15 where it was me and my friend and he described to us that we had just taken molly and then like he like described what it felt like to take molly and then like to like touch each other on Molly in front of the class in front of him. And then it like ended with us making out. And then another time he had me go in front of the class.
0: I think the teachers are grooming our and children. He,
1: <laughs> me, he set up this entire thing where like I was with my husband at a piano recital. And <laughs> Just I like, was 15 year old married <laughs> folks. Yes, we're married. Mm-hmm. In that he would he played this piano piece. And basically like he set up this whole thing that like I was having an affair with the man playing the piano and something about like in our relationship with basically he wanted me to like org like fake orgasm by the end of the song, <laughs> like constantly we were being put in these things where we just had to make out with each other, uh-huh. like all this stuff of making out. Like I made out with all of my classmates because I thought that was like what being a good actor was. And then I remember I like did it one time. I I remember I'd gotten a boyfriend and I um kissed one of my again Kissed some made out with someone in class and i remember going to the bathroom and being like looking in the mirror and being like i don't think this is making me a better actor i I think i'm actually done making out with all my classmates yeah but he would that's constantly where the situations would go i mean
0: giving (laughs) him the most generous benefit of the doubt I feel like it probably stripped down some of the walls that people have hangups about.
1: For sure. That is
0: the most generous thing I can say.
1: And I think that is true, but also we're 15. Yes. Like, I think in college, it's something of like the roles you're going to get cast in and that you're going to go up. You need to be sexy. Right. You need to be okay with that. You need to let go of that like you, especially like if you look a certain way like if you're a very attractive female like get comfortable get same with men if get comfortable get used to that because that's what you're going to be going out for but uh-huh. like at 15 we didn't even that's not what we're gonna even the even if we started working right now like that's not what we were going to be cast in it was like sexy seductive
0: right that's it, also yeah like what role what audition were you gonna go on where they're like all right time to have like you know like
1: seduce this guy with like a cook seduce this man like you wouldn't we wouldn't be going out for that right
0: there's a 45 year old pianist and he's making you horny (laughs) he's paying green
1: sleeves and you're loving it also like we should be a little uncomfortable because we're going through puberty yeah like it would be odd for us to be so ready for that that will come later when we get older and develop more well yeah i mean like everybody's school like teachers will
0: always pick like, stop kissing on the hall you know like, yeah. like the pda stuff and then you get into the theater and they're like all right
1: put on your lip smackers wait that's really funny yeah all the other teachers are like stop kissing in the hall <laughs> and he's like fucking if you want to kiss, start kissing if you want to be in midsummer's night dream you'll grope her right now <laughs> yeah i had a my friend like faked it yeah it was insane wow it was crazy I I hadn't even kissed anybody when I was 15. And to imagine
0: being 15 and smooching and kissing and... In front of... mm, Yeah, in front of everyone. In front of your teacher. My life would not have been the same. I think I
1: would have had to drop that class. Yeah. (laughs) Just keep dropping classes. Just keep... You finally drop (laughs) woodchop. No. You're like, I don't think kissing my partners are going to make... I don't think kissing my teacher is going to make me better at (laughs) woodchop. Give me a kiss. I'll draw Mm -hmm. that for you. I'm like, good
0: thing I took theater. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we had a theater teacher and a dance te- Like, all of our arts teachers were not qualified. For sure. Like, our teacher, Miss Knight, she would always pull her... This is what she would do. She'd get mad. She'd pull her shirt up over her mouth. <laughs> and most classes were taught like this.
1: <laughs> is she the one that from your album?
0: No, that was my um, English and creative writing teacher, Miss Deal, who I actually really liked. She was very cool. and But this Miss Knight, she had such a bad temper. And then the other teacher, the dance teacher, I forgot what her name was, but one time, the okay, this is such Hendersonville bullshit. There's a church called Mud Creek Baptist. It's a mega church. It's like our mega church. Okay,
1: Mud Creek. Okay, Mud Creek. Go, go off, off mud, creek. mud Creek. Slay
0: Creek. <laughs> and the son of that pastor's name was Jared. Made the dance teacher cry because he was like, well. <laughs> And this is a man who probably has eight children. Well, at least I'm not a dance teacher at some high school. Oh, my
1: God. And
0: she had to go take him and she cried. She comes back and she has you know, I had so many offers to do so many other things. And she named them all. And then I guess they were friends again. I don't know. All the, all those people were all probably friends again. They all went to Mudge Creek together. But those were our teachers, like Miss Knight, who could not communicate with a human to save her life. <laughs> And whatever the dance teacher's name was, who's being read to filth by Jared Bishop, <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what—if you want to dance in my daddy's Christmas production, honey, wait. Was... No, that wasn't his last name. Jared Bishop was another kid who my mom is friends with. His mom, and he was very nice.
1: Was Jared a student?
0: Jared was one year older than me. Yeah,
1: and he said that to his teacher.
0: Yeah, I think we were doing. I think we were putting on grease, and everybody was at their breaking point. <laughs>
1: must have been tech week <laughs>
0: must have been How i think week? he might have been danny Zuko, and he's like listen shabba <laughs> who
1: were you were you rizzo
0: i was paint girl number Two. They- oh, i was always tech i never was on stage oh i bet you uh, yeah you seem like you would have been a good tech person yeah he's being tech uh one time my teacher gave me a, a task to keep me busy i realized this afterwards like a couple weeks ago um <laughs> She was like, she asked me to do punch up for some the spring musical, and I think it was just because I was such like a little shit where I was yeah.
1: like,
0: <laughs> just like running around like you know being annoying. So she was like, okay, just like write punch up for this, and I wrote a bunch of jokes, and then she never used any oh, of them. Oh, what the fuck! But I mean, th- I guess that was what I was good at writing things, and then nobody giving a shit. Oh come on! Oh. oh! I think they were too dark. I think, honestly, the jokes were too dark even back then. Yeah, they were probably insane.
1: Was it for Greece? No, it was for
0: like, it wasn't called Our Town, but it was like um, one of those, like, uh, it's a town of people. 42nd Street, maybe. Is that a musical? I think so. Maybe something like that.
1: I loved Our Town for some reason. I don't know why. It's like boring. Yeah, it's very boring. But when I was younger, when I was a kid, I was like, this is such good look at
0: this it says it's gonna be delivered to earth look at this. the address is earth planet earth <gasps> look it's so slow and they're <laughs> all so white um but yeah i uh are those all the questions
1: no, we have a lot more. We could probably save some for next week. Okay. And let's guys, save some more for next week. Yeah. Ask some more questions. Y'all, the questions are fun. Ask some more. Thank you for really stepping it up. I'll answer this one really quick. Yes. Says, thank you,
0: Freaks. You guys stepped it up. Keep it up. Good job.
1: It says, how long have you been selling mushrooms? I've not been selling. I do not sell mushrooms.
0: But oh, sh- from the first episode of Writing yeah. Dirty. Okay. But should I? Probably not. Probably not.
1: I'm not going to sell mushrooms. I don't even... I think selling drugs, I think that would ruin my concept of a dollar. It will. Because that money, it spends different. Yeah. And it th- goes away. <laughs> 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 it's like selling a photo of your tits. You're like, $100 for that? Like, it completely ruins, like, working after that's difficult. Uh-huh. You're like, I'm not going to do 15 an hour, <laughs> so I don't want to get into that lifestyle. No. Not unless you have to yeah and i don't think you have to i don't have i live in this nice basement you
0: live in a basement you've got 18 part-time jobs
1: (laughs) (laughs) i got lots of side gigs i got a lot of a lot of gigs because i'm a growing gal (laughs) hey (laughs) gotta gotta take all my gigs (laughs) selling mushrooms could be enough i'm not gonna sell mushrooms i literally can't lawyer
0: i mean honestly the amount of time It would take for you to do this and go and deliver. It would not be worth the amount of money you will make.
1: I wouldn't deliver. I would just try to market to like you. Am I going to get in trouble for even saying this? You know
0: what? This was a parody
1: law. Parody. (laughs) (laughs) Your honor, objection. Parody law. (laughs) Ma'am, we found a knife in in your car with blood on it. I know. Parody law. <laughs> I shot that man satirically. <laughs> it was a commentary on how mad I was.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's good. And if you want to buy drugs, I'll tell you where you can get mushrooms. You don't get them from tomorrow. Can't There's an Instagram you. account. I'll tell you to follow it. Can't help you. can't, can't help, help you because I don't sell. I don't sell. I don't buy. I don't use. I'm sell And, buy and I'll it.
1: beat up anybody who says I do. All I do is drink water and work out side jobs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening. I think that's a good hour of uh, advice, stories, laughs, love. I love you freaks. We love you. Goodbye. Bye.
1: What you said? What that mean? I don't know. shelf, I'm me to your